is the nearby cascade of breakers. But like staring into deep water, the fog misdirects, distorts. Within the hundred-yard range of visibility, there is no cover. He is fully, completely exposed. He unshoulders the pack and uses it as a seat. He stares at the backs of his hands, which have gone pink with the cold. Lately they have been putting him in mind of his father. They are no longer the hands of a young man, clear and smooth. Suddenly it seems as if every pore and vein reveal themselves, a topography of thin lines and faded scars. John Easley was all of seven years old when he let go of his brother's sticky hand in London's Victoria Station. They had arrived from Vancouver by way of Montreal only the day before, destined to spend the next eight months in a tiny flat as their father advanced his engineering credentials. John would have responsibilities. For the moment, however, while their mother was off searching for a job and their father stood in line for tickets to the underground, John's only task was to remain on the bench and watch over three-year-old Warren. But those magnificent trains easing into and out of the station drew him like a spell. He is sure he had his brother's hand when he first wandered down the concourse, just as he knows that he was the one who let go. The guilt came on like a fever. After all these years, he can feel it still. He turned round, but the benches, the platforms, all looked the same. There were numerous toddlers from which to choose, each firmly attached to other families. What started as a trot turned into a sprint, out of the station and into the conviction that it was already too late. Adrenaline gave way to nausea, then dizziness overtook him. He awoke to a ring of female faces and the vague idea that he had risen from the dead. But his father soon appeared, cradling his brother Warren, his face twisted and pale. He thanked the women and grabbed John by the upper arm. Once a discreet distance away from the scene, he set Warren down on the pavement, then turned to his eldest son. How could you leave your brother? Where on earth did you think you were going? Then, for the first and only time, Easley watched his father break down. Unwilling to let anyone see him cry, he reached up with both big hands and covered his face in shame. Anti-aircraft fire grows sporadic, then stops altogether. The wind begins to stir. Easley rises and stares into the mist. He makes his way downhill two hundred yards, off the last patch of snow and onto flattened rye. The terrain, soft and spongy underfoot, slopes toward the beach. Not a single tree presents itself, no bush of any description. A small stream bisects his path. Less than a yard across it snakes through the weathered grass, easily lies down on his stomach with his head above the water. He puts his lips to the cold little stream and drinks so deep his head begins to ache. When the pain subsides, he drinks again as if he hasn't seen water in days. He pushes himself up and notices a glimmer in the current, a suggestion of reflected sun. A gust blows the fur-lined collar of the flight suit against his cheek, then lays it down again. The far-off scream of an arctic tern is followed, strangely, by what sounds like a cough. Easily spins around. He now has perhaps a hundred feet of visibility, and that is improving rapidly. 
The farther he sees, the more he realizes how completely exposed he is. No stump or boulder to duck behind, no ditch to conceal him. His heart trips a beat, easily strains to hear the cough again, but detects only the breaking of waves. He stands with thumbs hooked in the straps of his harness, at a loss for what to do. And then he turns to see a rift open up in the fog. Like endless curtains parting, the rift widens and moves his way, brightening the land, warming the air on approach. Finally, the sheet splits open, and the sun spills down directly overhead. It is such a miraculous thing that he forgets for a moment that he is behind enemy lines. The opening extends down the slope and onto the beach. He can make out the waves peeling white under pale blue sky as the opening expands and liberates more and more terrain.